0: Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash audio. Visit iXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey which play here to ETN. This is going to be a first down and more etn off and running breaking a tackle etn touchdown no flags 62 yards welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the bet ql network
2: Uh, The Greek Freaks, Miro Dinas with the call on CBS. How bad was it for the Carolina Panthers on Sunday? Bad enough that their owner threw a drink on some Jaguars fans. And, like, apparently it's like never going to say anything about it. Like, oh, did this, like, like, oh, what happened? No, it didn't. Or we have video evidence of it. David Tepper seems like a really, like, well adjusted, like, really nice guy, the owner of the Carolina. He's doing a great job with the team, too. Anyway, uh, that, was, I, the perfect, also, like, that up, was the perfect
1: uh, noise for that. By the way, perfect noise for that. Yeah, that's man. like the the whole twenty twenty three twenty four Panthers season. Like the the video, the NFL Films yearbook. Like the twenty twenty three twenty four Panthers. <laughs> it's like great. Well,
2: you know what? It, it'll be it'll be like the two field goals that won the two games against against right. Houston and Atlanta. That's it. No, it's I like got a it. Ten second video. It.
1: It'll be the Atlanta. It'll be the Atlanta game. And it'll be like the twenty twenty three twenty four Panthers weathering the storm.
2: <laughs> that's what it'll be. That's, it'll be that's good. That's <laughs> I good. I think I got it. And part,
1: yeah, and part of this down, film will be the,
2: uh, yeah. will be the, uh, the, precipitation that uh, that flew out of David Tepper's cup down onto some some fans of the uh, of the Jaguars. Like, imagine getting shut out by C.J. Beathard. Also, like they're a huge dog on at home on Sunday against Tampa we'll talk about that game coming up probably next but let's do Jaguars Titans here so Jacksonville win and they are AFC South champions lose and we'll see you next season for the Jack I mean it's- these games this weekend are going to be amazing Jacksonville five and a half on the road total here is 40 I went through the injury stuff in the last segment Ken pen pencil blood or blank
1: so nothing yet so a blank right now I guess what do you think happens if they're like Lawrence is playing it's for sure? Do you think you get more of a bump or do you think this is all you get?
2: I think it's impossible for it not to get not how it's it not be going up more, to six? Right?
1: Yeah. It has to be a little more. And and
2: then Wait, we're gonna bet Tennessee. I'll bet Tennessee, t- I'll bet Tennessee gonna... when that
1: happens. <laughs> right. Of yeah, right. I'll bet the Tennessee when that happens. Yeah, of course. I just uh, I this is another I, this is kinda like Pittsburgh, Baltimore where I go, like you know who they're playing against, right? Like, they're playing against, like, the great underdog coach of, of our time <laughs> in a divisional game at, at their place. And, yeah, they stink. They lost a ton of games so far this year. They also can be – they've been incredibly competitive in a ton of division games forever, including this year. Like they took Houston to the death. What are they going to do with hurt Trevor Lawrence? Like, you'd be like, oh, well, Lawrence, like, they uh, – you know, the team didn't even have them. They won by a lot. Like, I – that was so much more about Carolina. It's like not even close. I mean, I just, this isn't that. Uh, I would have no confidence of the Jags winning by margin against not Carolina would be the right way to put it. Any other team in the league, just not Carolina. And uh, yeah, I just, I think it's, it's weight and Contrary in Tennessee at the max. Five and a half is a tough bet though. Like if he plays and this is it, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can bet that six, six and a half. Now we're, now I think we're talking.
2: I think, uh, I think. If it came down to it, I think I would like still bet plus five and a half with Tennessee. It's just a bad
1: number, though. Like, Which just, quarterback you don't would get you a rather have five and a half? It's a great question. Probably well, like Levis, right? Well, I was going to say Tannehill only because I know Levis is like 40% right now. But like Levis, There's if he's that... healthy, but he's not. I think they're both like, le- like Tannehill's terrible. Yeah, but like they're not going to sack him a lot josh allen will get him once or whatever like i i i don't know maybe i'm like underrating the jags defense think like they're pretty miserable in a bunch of situations but uh who would i rather ha- yeah i mean like like levis i guess but if it's like levis and he's hobbling like i don't want that so i think for me i i, I don't want to say like oh, it doesn't matter who it is because it does i just don't know how i would rate them right now i'd rather just something happen that makes this market bigger and then i would like to bet the underdog
2: so Tennessee or nothing. I think we're both simpatico on that. All right. Yeah. So t- 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 we were on a one game per segment pace, so we we're able to pick it up a little bit there. All right. Let's go to the uh, the NFC South games now, and we'll like as much as we can. We'll group these games together. So we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their second consecutive win, and they are division champions game. The first was this past Sunday, and they got absolutely trucked by Dennis Allen, Derek Carr, and the New yeah, Orleans Saints. Turn the ball Saints. over too much. Uh,
1: what were they? Minus four. Something
2: like that. It was pretty pretty ridiculous. Uh, Tampa is a a five-and-a-half-point road favorite at the Carolina Panthers. Tampa, five-and-a-half on the road. Total there is 37-and-a-half. Baker Mayfield, for what it's worth, says he's good to go with his rib injury. The expectation is is that Baker Mayfield is going to start in this game. The other game, (laughs) he's played for so many teams, now it's so funny. Yes, it
1: is a revenge game for Baker. Half the games. With the Panthers. Like, half the games are revenge games at this point, yeah. (laughs)
2: Uh, the other game, I think, is really interesting as well. New Orleans hosting Atlanta. The Saints in between a three and a three-and-a-half point home favorite. So correct me if I'm wrong, Ken. Um, I, I feel like there was some some market movement on Atlanta earlier today. Correct. I was seeing thre- three-and-a-half, one-tens on New Orleans. Now we're in between three and three-and-a-half. Total here is 42-and-a-half. The winner of this game wins the NFC South if— Tampa loses to Carolina. There's also a path for the Saints to get in as a wild card team, but it's convoluted and we don't have to like really get into it at this moment yeah. uh, right now. For Atlanta Taylor Heineke's status is uncertain as of right now with his ankle injury. To me, this feels like 50-50 whether it's Heineke or Desmond Ritter starting for the Atlanta Falcons in this game. And Alvin Kamara is day-to-day with his sprained ankle that he left Sunday's game with. So I feel like Kamara is going to end up playing in this game. It does feel like it's a true like coin flip at this m- moment in right. the week between Heineke and Ritter. So Ken, we can kind of weave our thoughts into both uh, with both these games. Tampa 5.5 on the road to Carolina. New Orleans in between three and three and a half at home against the Falcons
1: i mean I see carolina got bet or you know right right it open basically like six six and a half and now it's five and a half and i I, mean, I, I guess you kind of get that right also like isn't that just such like a huge overreaction to how Tampa looked against New Orleans that like this is going to be a really competitive fun game i i don't feel that way i don't i think this market's fine if i had to bet the five and a half i'd probably bet tampa actually and play them off that performance to play better honestly and carolina it's just it's the last game of like the ship is already already sunk it's not even a sinking ship so like I, i don't really you're not really get a lot of elasticity out of carolina i think like bouncing back after a bad performance its the last week of the season and uh but i think tampa you could get that i i think it's fine that they're favored by this amount i feel like we bet every dog in the the Kind of competitiveness games where it's like one team maybe isn't trying this isn't one of them uh i think tampa is very likely to win i think the market reflects that the Falcons saints game i guess is getting bet like what i would call correctly where like the true difference between all these tampa atlanta's new orleans always feels like three to me and like you know now that we're down close to three i think that's fine i'm trying to figure out like if it's ritter on the road and it's three I would think about laying New Orleans. I think in that situation, um, uh, either
2: quarterback Heineke Heineke also. I I, I, I agree one hundred percent. There's a little more I upside think it's to him, like the Saints.
1: I guess, yeah. He can implode too. I, it's almost, well, it's, I think it's one of those classic, like, either side of three games that you always do a good job explaining, where you're like, here's how fine the margin is. Like, three and a half, you'd like Atlanta, two and a half, you'd like New Orleans, because uh, there aren't going to be that many points. These teams figure to play a close game, because they always do, uh, and them in Tampa, a lot of the time, obviously not Tampa, New Orleans last week, but, like, it's kind of how I think about the game, too. But, like, Ritter, three. Like I don't, I don't need New Orleans to win by margin anymore. I need them to win a home game against Desmond Ritter and a team that's like completely falling apart. I, I think that's actually that might be a bet worth making at this point on three one ten, which is really we're all basically there. We're five cents away everywhere. So like a lot of I get why Atlanta got bet down. Like intuitively, it makes sense to me too. Like I kind of get it. Like four three and a half. This is a very like close to the vest kind of a game. There may not be a lot of scoring, but like now if it's three and it's like I think you're three no matter what and you like the Saints I guess if Heineke's hurt then like what difference does it make I think the ceiling on Ritter is such a zero in games like this that I would never bet him in like a three kind of a number where he almost has to win to to cover the spread so I think three New Orleans with Ritter is definitely a bet for me Heineke like I'll sleep on it a little bit
2: um if it's let's say Heineke gets announced he's in he's gonna play it's gonna close less than three
1: I don't think so. I mean, if the Falcons were like kind of on a roll here a little bit and this was the market, sure. I don't think they're going to draw a lot of, like, I, I don't think they're going to draw that much support. Like to me, like these, w- what do we always talk about? I always say like the mediocre team, mediocre team games that are more than three, what happens to, and like all of them, we had ev- evidence of this last week. They all get, the dog gets bet in all of them. Cause it's like three is a really key number. Both teams suck. I'll take the points. Like that's literally the simplicity of the theory. And it applies to like every game. And it worked last week, like every single game, like, yeah, the Falcons didn't cover. Also they didn't close three. So like if it was just about closing line value, that's what it is. So I I get why Atlanta got bet. It's kind of the same theory, like, well, it can't be more than a field goal. Both these teams stink. There's like no difference between them. Or they're at least like both really low ceiling. Now that we're at three and I have the potential to have a brutal road quarterback, that's where like that changes things for me.
2: And we've seen the Saints by in the, in the two rematch games in the division, like, blow out Carolina and then blow out Tampa. Yeah. And this is going to be their second crack, obviously, at the Falcons' offense with a good defensive coach. And the sense that I think the NFL insiders have right now is that Dennis Allen's going to come back next year and they will, like, make changes to the offensive
1: staff. Can't, like, can't can... wait about the to win total under again. Except, thrilled <laughs> yeah. to do it. Okay, it be it the first be bet that goes in? Bit. Yeah, open nine it and a half a little again, little... see what happens. Yeah.
2: My guess is I don't, I don't think it'll open that, but, but who, who was... the hell knows with this division?
1: True. Like, it could, this could, after after how bad, the, well, although to be fair, like, they win this, they're going to win nine games, they win this game. Why won't they open nine and a half again next year? Why won't we go yeah. the under again next year? Uh, just to your, to your point about the Saints being a good defensive team, I did this, when the hell did I do this, a couple weeks ago, uh, when they played the Rams and we won on the over, that was, like, my favorite bet of that week, that total on that Thursday the, night game. The
2: Thursday night game, yeah.
1: Yeah, if you... My point, the handicap going into that game was if you, like, cross-section New Orleans opponents or you, like, filter them into two categories, like, when New Orleans defense plays, like, a pretty brutal offense, and then an offense... With the Rams game, I said an offense with a pulse is how I described the Rams in the game. Like, anything good. The Saints defense is a good unit. Their, their MO seems to be... When the offense can't do a lot, they absolutely demolish them and win by, like, 70 points. And when they play an offense that's, like, pretty competent, they actually fold completely. They're, like, a really all-or-nothing, depending-on-opponent kind of team. Well guess what this is with Desmond Ritter especially like this I mean a home game against this kind of an offense these have been games the Saints have won these have been games they've held the offense six nine ten points every single time this is the Giants This is the Patriots this is those kind of teams like that's what Atlanta is with Desmond Ritter that's what they are more than the you know the Rams or a team that you know New Orleans has played that could actually move the ball this year so yeah three Ritter I think that's what that type of game of profiles as
2: two hours down two more to go here on a magnificent football Monday on. A terrific football Tuesday. The whale capper, Drew Dinsick, will join us coming up next hour. NBC Sports batting analyst giving us his takes on Week 18 in the National Football League. And Ken and I will keep rolling through the slate. We will start with the Bengals and the Browns from Cincinnati, but let's be honest, that game doesn't really really get the juices flowing. Then we'll talk about the Patriots and Jets. In all seriousness, though, all the big games on the other side.